What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another beautiful Saturday with Clash, the sibling rivalry podcast. I am one of your hosts, Night Hoot, and I have with me. Yo, 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 it's your boy Tez. What's good? Back again. Some more pod for your ears, for your head top. <laughs> I think we have a interesting sci-fi week, a sci-fi based week here for you this week. Yeah. And um, some hype. Some stuff I'm yeah. hype about in here. But as we do at the beginning of every podcast, we're going to remind you where to send that feedback. So when you're angry at us later for talking about Godzilla for 15 minutes, <laughs> you can send that angry email to siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. And you can find me, T-I-F-F-I-N-I-J-21 on Twitter. And you can find me at Yotesler as usual. And now that that's out of the way, what did you do this week? So this week, I actually watched a movie that I was uh, a little skeptical about, but I gradually gained hype for it as I started to like hear things about it and see trailers. Uh, I watched <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Um, <laughs> so the people who should have made Sonic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Um, but no, it was it was a solid movie. I won't say it was like amazing or anything. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily uh, game breaking for a video game movie, no pun intended. I have one question that's bothering me. What's up? So I was told that on the whole, the movie is good, like you just said, but yeah. there is one glaringly bad performance by a female main character who is a de- also uh, a detective. Um, I mean, it was kind of like I kept it. It made me think of Nickelodeon a lot. I don't oh know my god why. okay so it that person was yeah. described as a nickelodeon it was like nickelodeon kid actor okay, that's how that's they perfect. described so, oh that's my god exactly okay. the vibe i'm sorry that just like made it perfect yeah no so it sh- <laughs> like it, it didn't like take away from the movie or anything like i didn't really pair a lot of mine in general just because it didn't really seem like she was doing a whole lot okay um, it just I would seem- say like a like a salmon cat or a or a what was that show uh that came from Drake and Josh. Uh, oh, um, I know. You know what you're, what I Car- not like iCarly. Yes, iCarly, yes, that yeah, kind of actor. Exactly, that kind of actor. Just like okay. that. That's the vibe I got. Okay. Um, okay. But I did like. I, I really like the main uh, actor. I I don't know his name. I'm sorry. I've never seen him uh, in a movie until Jordan, now. Jordan Smith. Jordan Smith. I believe. All right, let's go with that. Correct us if we're wrong, <laughs> um, please. But yeah, he Justice. was ju- Jordan, Jordan Justice. Justice. I know his last name is Smith because they kept saying, "Is this guy related to Will Smith?" And he's not. So. He's not okay. <laughs> yeah, he's not the lost, long lost Smith uh, brother that we no. know exists, but doesn't come out. Um, but no, uh, I really liked him. I think he he he. So this movie, the weird thing about this movie, the vibes it gives me are like Pokemon, the first movie, like the animated mm-hmm. one. But mm-hmm. I guess. I don't. I don't know if "modernized" is the word because that movie I think still hold holds up. But like something that would be more appealing to like an audience of today, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, or maybe just a a good way of testing out uh, if this Pokemon universe could could work in other formats, like the more typical like trainer battles. So um, did you stuff get like, like the good? Like, did they try to like say, "Hey, hey, you guys who actually like watch this from the beginning, like here's some stuff for you, and then here's some stuff for people who don't really know what Pokemon is, but they got stuck in this movie." <laughs> yeah. So first and foremost, they have like they do this cool thing where they have Pokemon from like every generation so far. I think except for 
sun and moon um i think they have po- some oh, pokemon really? from yeah or maybe not at that many generations but it's it's a good amount um okay. up to Sinnoh at least uh but i thought that was really cool like you recognize a lot of stuff in there um and other than that i don't know if there were really like easter eggs or anything like that like i mean like was yeah, Mewtwo I don't know. as cool as he looked in the trailer? Mewtwo was pretty cool. So I'm glad you said that because he's <laughs> one of the Pokemon that I thought was like worked, like designs worked in this like aesthetic or whatever. Because mm-hmm. there were certain Pokemon that I think looked good in this and in the CG and certain ones that I just thought didn't really fit. Like, so I thought Pikachu was good. I thought Mewtwo looked good. There were like Torterra in there from Sinnoh. I thought they looked really good. Um, I'm trying to think of an example of a bad one. Um, I feel like Pidgey, Pidgeotto or Pidgeot, whichever one it was, wasn't that good. Um, so it's just kind of weird. Like, Do like, you mean like visually it wasn't that good? Yeah, like they, some of them look like they could exist and be an animal almost in this world. And others just look like weird, plush, like out of place toys just moving around so somebody uh, i was just gonna say i'm just thinking like not to go too far into this but something like a kafari or jigglypuff looks weird or jigglypuff i thought looked kind of weird um i'm trying to think of a really bad one uh what how was mr mime or mr mime was creepy okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) mr mime was real creepy looking like if if you just walk out and you see him walking down the street, I would like go inside. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like dark out, he has some fleshy textures that yeah. I saw in the preview that was like Bruh. he's real humanoid and like clownish. <laughs> and then, uh, go ahead. not to interrupt your thinking, but how was so? I also heard that like Ash exists in this world, but he's like entertainment in the way that we view him uh maybe did you get I, anything like that i may have missed that part i'm not i'm gonna be completely honest okay but I, i'm just curious. i don't remember them saying ash specifically and i don't really remember seeing him um but i'm sure it's possible that like we know more of these movies are gonna come with the success of this one um so i'm sure they're gonna go back to like a more traditional format of like pokemon story probably at some point and it might have ash in it who knows and then my very very last question do you think they could do like because you know in the old pokemon every once in a while you'd have this little like treat episode uh where it was just the pokemon and it was kind of like a mystery dungeon yeah i know like the start of the first movie where they're all on that island like vacationing like just the pokemon yeah do you Um, think they could do something like that in this world i definitely think they could now to me like because they could obviously just if it's just pokemon interacting with each other they can understand each other they can just have them speak english in a movie like that um Mm -hmm. and i do think that was really cool because ryan reynolds did i think a really good job as as pikachu um pikachu is probably like a really good character i could see a lot of like toys and stuff like that being really (laughs) popular um but uh yeah I, i think it could work i definitely do but um yeah, it was a it was a it was a solid movie. I don't think it was necessarily uh like out of this world mind blowing in what it did for video game movies, but it's not like it's not bad at all. But it's not we're not gonna add it to the list of trash that no, not not at all lugging along behind us. Yeah, no, not at all. It's worth it. It was a it was a pretty fun movie. The action was pretty good. Um, story was okay. Um, but yeah. <laughs> 
that's my that's my impression a missing of dead Detective how Pikachu. prevalent in the pokemon universe yeah it's pretty like, much that's like the crux of the pokemon universe at my least, dad is missing at least adults exist exist in this world like very true. at least they didn't all die or something yeah but um yeah that's that's uh do you plan on seeing it yeah i definitely want to see it i don't know if i'll see it in, while it's in the theater but okay. i do want to see it so cool, we cool. might come back to this later yeah and then um the only other thing i've been doing is kind of practicing for this smash tournament coming up Uh-oh. um what does that just, entail we just we've just been in rotation running uh battle arena stocks three uh three stocks a piece uh just practicing with our characters um, <laughs> and, and so, who have you, is there anybody you're using like preferably yeah so i started manning joker pretty much <laughs> I, I was gonna out. guess that he's like it's it's weird like as soon as i played with him i was like wow this character is made for me i was like thank you nintendo <laughs> a gang a gangly mass dark character yeah it felt like they did it for just you. for me surprise surprise <laughs> <laughs> but not i main joker and then my second so the way when we signed up we listed our three top three characters if we had them so it's joker then wolf for me then um i put crom and roy because they're like uh very similar not quite the same but really almost the same character okay. um so that's kind of who i've been playing as i like like nimble slight slightly heavy characters but are still kind of fast okay um, yeah let's say nimble characters that have the possibility of acting like a heavy at times yeah but not like i don't like too fast floaty characters like kirby or pikachu <laughs> I, I only use kirby <laughs> really Kirby's i gotta get because people just knock me off and i'm like i gotta float back man that's true that's true can't um, get rid of me i'm coming back i just hate right being, back at you being in the air i always get stuck in the air it's like my main <laughs> problem with kirby comes right back at you <laughs> right back it's gonna you. keep pushing that right oh, back man. at you i forgot about that that show that used it to come on right. i used to watch that every saturday i did like too it. for some reason <laughs> so i'm not even that huge a kirby fan it's just bright and flashy yeah it is it's really good um but yeah that's pretty much all i've been up to uh how about yourself um i did a lot and yet nothing which is pretty <laughs> yet uh, nothing common for me um so i'll break my week down into like three different areas so first i had like some video game stuff then i have tv and then i have some movies so cool cool. i can tell you i want to follow up again on i talked about last week that game observation yes Um, and so one thing that i learned right before the podcast last week that i then for immediately forgot to mention is Mm -hmm. that if uh i don't know if you're familiar with a game called untold stories I've heard of it. I'm not exactly sure what it's about. Okay, so Untold Stories is a like a story game. Um, gotcha. You're put in a first person perspective, and you okay. basically have four chapters that you navigate through. So each time you complete one, it opens the next one, and it's it's a full story. And I don't want to give anything away, but it's right. very it's very sci fi, but it's also very kind of philosophical. Okay, um, but not too cool. much, not to the point where you're like, ah, give me a break. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it all ties up in a neat bow at the end. Well, uh, I found out that observation is made by these same people. So when uh, when I heard that, I like doubled down in excitement for yeah. it. Um, like it so, clicked. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I told you last week that um, one of the big shocks and that happens early in the game is that you think that you're orbiting Earth and you find out that the space station is orbiting Saturn. Right. And the crew is a lot of the crew is missing. You have one person you as the ai have one person that you're helping kind of revitalize the ship and 
and figure out the status of everything that's going on right is and, that is, uh, you said that's the last person alive like on the entire ship that you know of oh, yeah. okay because okay. one of the things you have to do uh starting into the game is is uh fix the crew tracker so you can okay. help her figure out where, where everyone is okay got you and so like one thing that happened this week that again it was just like I, of course i'm watching someone play it i'm not playing it myself but their reaction they so they're outside of saturn and you see this storm kind of like the storm on jupiter mm-hmm. but it's bigger and it's it's hexagonal shaped it's okay. weird and then you see lightning flashing and this is outside the porthole of the ship so of course the commentators playing the game one of them is just like is there always like he's like is there always a storm on saturn and it's like they keep asking this question the whole way through <laughs> yeah and finally the last episode i watched he's like can you just can you just look that up for me please and I then it's like so is. yeah in real life there is a hexagonal shaped storm on saturn okay that's weird and so i started looking that up and terrifying <laughs> myself because <laughs> yeah. is saturn yeah. a gas planet or a rock planet yeah every planet after the asteroid belt is, is a, a gas, gas planet okay. it's a gaseous planet gotcha um but yeah so one of the shot one of the scenes you see is that you do find another crew member and she happens to be just tethered like to the side of the ship oh geez because um, she got you find out she got locked out somehow and oh, then no. So you're watching her through an external camera and then the storm starts like flashing and oh, she it, the screen does a quick cut where she one second she's holding on the next second she's floating down towards the planet like oh it's sucking God. her in. Yeah, Jeez. so that happened. <laughs> was she alive but, out there? Yeah, she, she was oh, alive God. when she got like zapped away. That's so hard. we still don't know what's going on, um but more questions are being pointing towards you as the AI like something's going on so you can't fully trust your own character in this game Hmm. um but yeah so that's just an update for that i'm really excited and i found out it's not a long game it's probably like three hours do you know average because oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say it's like three hours because i've seen a two-hour playthrough i've seen a four-hour playthrough so um i don't think it's that long gotcha do you know um the name of the dev who made it i don't okay I'm sorry about that, but just, it is I on PlayStation. I just I'll, I'll definitely look them up after this. Cause I, I know they're smaller because I don't think they have anything other than Untold Stories. Okay. Is uh, Observation isn't on Switch, is it? No. At all? Okay. No. I think it's PlayStation and PC. Gotcha. Sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and then the other game I got into this week was Dauntless. Um, hey. I Like I said, I played it in early release um, just to get a touch for it. It felt like a streamlined version of Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. And now playing the actual uh, release on PlayStation. Uh, yeah, so you were you were very correct up server times. Wait time was weird. So yeah. I was literally playing Switch while I was waiting to load into Dauntless. Yeah, that, <laughs> that cue. I think it's died down now because I jumped into it for a little bit and there was no queue anymore. So yeah, I was gonna say once I got in, I was in uh, between each hunt. So it's very much like uh, pick up a quest, uh, go chop down monsters till you fulfill the quest, come back, get rewards, and Mm. do the process over again. So it for me, it's definitely could be like a fulfilling if you're if you're a person that doesn't mind a lot of grinding. Right. Um. But yeah, they've got some. I mean, there's some cool stuff going on. There's a lot of um, customization. There's a lot of like uh, making wep- weapon specific upgrades. What uh, which um, weapon do you like? Of course, I went for the great sword. Come on, the great sword. Okay, I do Come like on. the sword. I I tried the sword <laughs> out a little more. I started liking it. Yeah, because I I tried the um, what was it like dual blades? Yeah, 
and like it was okay but it's just like i don't know there's something about the crunch of a great sword yeah it doesn't I hit like. as hard it doesn't smack as hard <laughs> yeah and i i definitely i don't know if you noticed but like using the great sword when you get into the combos and there are like some small combos yeah there are um there's a move <laughs> yeah i was gonna say there's a move identical to the great sword uh combo in monster hunter where you kind of do like two hacks and then you do like a flip hack okay oh wow <laughs> so i like, haven't seen that yeah so you do like a That's chop cool. chop and then double flip chop as oh, wow. like your heavy attack at the end and i'm like wow this is very reminiscent of playing monster, monster hunter. hunter that's pretty cool um so do you I, like it so far though i don't hate it but okay. i played it for like one day and i didn't really want to go back just yet because i'm like i'm gonna have to like put in some hours to like establish myself in the game same so would you would you um because i found myself thinking this uh earlier today do you think you would like it a lot more if it was on switch I do. It would yeah. just be easier to hop in yeah. if it was on Switch. Yeah. So good news, it is coming to Switch. Yeah. Um, and I got hyped because I was like, that's where I'm going to play it. I was able to migrate my previous profile. Like, I'm hoping that's a thing that will continue yeah, so that I can just play fully on Switch. It's already cross-play, so I'm, I have almost no doubt that it would, it would be. And it's epic, so they, they have Fortnite cross-play on everything. So okay. we know it's possible. So yeah, we're I'm definitely be on that then. Yeah. Um, cause I tried Warframe, but I don't know. I think I just was too far behind. Warframe's really kind con- like you can't play Warframe without like going on a wiki or something. That's the only problem about Warframe. Like it's so <laughs> c- convoluted because there's just so much in there, and they don't really like tell you how to use it well. But yeah, but I enjoy that when something's free. It's nice to have a lot of content for sure and not have them beat you over the head with like microtransactions yeah and i was happy about dauntless that i didn't have to like kill the first monster like three times yeah like, it yeah, let yeah. me move on yeah, to some other away. monsters so that was good and you... oh my gosh the ramp up of difficulty <laughs> how far did you get so i didn't go that far i'm ta- literally between the first and second monster so it's like the first monster is like me it's like the equivalent to me of like fighting a stegosaurus Okay. It's like really slow and it's like tromp 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 and he yeah. does like a, a sonic like spin ball and then he right, right. but the second monster is like leaping around <laughs> like a house cat. Oh yeah. Like a oh. line like, it's like pew pew like I know he's pouncing. And so it was like, okay, uh I gotta get a different style going on here because this guy needs me to move where the other guy could kind of stand in one stand. place and figure out where he was going. So D- did you fight the stupid owl bear? no oh man. i don't think so i hate this i fought I the, the i didn't fight the is that the electric one no the electric one is like a i don't know what that is <laughs> okay, like a stegosaurus like, or something i fought a fire thing and a neutral thing and i'm about to fight and i fought an ice thing yeah and none of them look like owlbears <laughs> okay yeah you'll the owlbear is neutral i'm pretty sure the first one you fight okay um he's annoying because he like flies around and freaking swoops at you and crap (laughs) he launches these like air blasts like blades across the map at you it's crazy what's your satisfaction level with the monsters i like the fights like moment to moment like in the fight i like the way the monsters move like how you can dodge through their attacks and just that rhythm of like combat um what i don't like is that it doesn't seem and i'm not super far yet um but it doesn't seem like there's a lot gonna be a lot of variety with the monsters is my only problem it seems like a lot of them are just the same monster but for a different element gotcha and there's only what three four elements 
Yeah. yeah, that's why I say I'm like this is more I would prioritize uh if you're into grinding. Yeah. Like over anything else then you would definitely like that. But have no doubt I'm absolutely positive they're going to add probably free new monsters and free new everything weapons, armor, yeah. all that stuff over time. So that's something to look forward to. And then the next thing I did this week was I caught up on JoJo um and I just hey. want to mention did, did you catch up on jojo this yeah week? i caught up okay so i just want to give like a shout out to the what in the manga i think was equivalent to seven pages of <laughs> muda muda punches yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't want to give any spoilers uh but just yeah this week was like um there was a panel section in the manga of part five where uh giorno like literally punches somebody for like 20 minutes right. <laughs> just like rocket rocket fire punches <laughs> Um, and some people say that like this is kind of the climax of this season, and like the climax isn't really at the end. It's oh, more wow. of this part, but I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. Seems like every um, battle has been a climax. Yeah, <laughs> I think this extent. was just a really hype battle because they were basically facing somebody who was really OP. Yeah. So, um, yeah, JoJo was great this week. Uh, I also watched Broly, uh, the Broly movie, the super. Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. More Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball come back. But yeah, so I had watched the old Broly movie and it basically to me was just like a fight showcase. It was like, let's just have them fight the strongest person ever. The new one or the old one? The old one. Oh, okay. And so I went into the new one wondering, you know, what are they going to change? What are (laughs) they going to flesh out? Yeah. Um, I will say Broly's father is a coward oh yeah he is the biggest coward he's, he's the biggest doofus. saying coward ever <laughs> yeah, he's a clown um i love the hilarious joke that vegeta is named vegeta his father is king vegeta and the planet is also called vegeta so that yeah. gets very confusing um <laughs> if you then, know dragon ball to be fair though you, you already know that like yeah there. and i will say like the anime so on the same hand where the animation was amazing at points it was also that Horrible. stupid 3d cg why did they do that <laughs> okay are you specifically referring to the horrible spaceship scenes or are you referring to the like arxis level i'm talking about the fight in in the okay, brawly yeah. fight where they just randomly at for whatever reason just cut into 3d when the 2d is so good and then after that fight there's another fight with broly i think it's when he's fighting i don't know if it's when he's fighting frieza or goku but it's 2d and yes, I'm like, that's why what did, I'm saying. And the so why did so we have a, a crappy 3D fight? I right before, uh, It's like they go back and forth in between. I'm like, why didn't y'all just take the time, do the yeah. whole thing, and then this nice 2D? But, and then, like, I, I should have said spoilers earlier, but spoilers for anyone who cares. I'm just like, so they set up it's Vegeta's, or it's I'm sorry, good. they set up Broly's father as being like, uh, like caring for Broly, but at the same time, it's like when they get stuck on that planet for so long and somebody finally comes across he's just like oh here's my son you know i put a collar around his neck because he's crazy but he's also really strong <laughs> yeah. um you can control i'll give the power to you if you save me yeah. essentially but it's like the crux of what pushes broly over the edge is when frieza shoots his father through the chest and is like, like oh nothing. broly your dad died by accident what happened and broly just like bah! like freaks out and i'm like why do you care about that man who literally sold you into slavery like 20 mm-hmm. minutes ago because this broly which i like 
was actually like a cool like he was like gohan almost but like this broly felt savage. like a kid who didn't grow up mentally right. yeah. but a good kid though not like a yeah 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 like a, a kid who like just wanted to like protect his dad and stuff like that yeah um, but i just i guess so it's like are they insinuating that like broly is the true super saiyan of legend I that's still, what i was trying to understand no, so my thing was with this new movie they i liked how they explained um and this is i'm, I'm can i spoil this too since we're, we're kind of in spoilers yeah i already um, said it, so. okay so <laughs> i like how they explain his before they were just like he's the legendary super saiyan that's why he's this powerful but now it's kind of like they say the thing where he figured out how to turn into a great ape without actually turning into a great ape so it's like so he his, has the power of a great ape come come in the body of a into the body of a saiyan of a saiyan right which is i like that explanation because it's not just like oh he's some some random like just legendary super saiyan quote unquote but it actually also like gives to the it kind of hints at the fact that maybe others can attain this this yeah. form too like they don't necessarily say it's unique to him so that's pretty cool and i like that i like that they're just like when they talk about goku it's like oh he's just this shit third tier lowly sh- like soldier yeah yeah he's like a he's peasant. like a low they kept calling him low class warrior yeah he's a <laughs> i was like but guys but guys he's so strong, he's so strong <laughs> you don't yeah. even and then vegeta's just like bah! like yeah <laughs> Vege- okay vegeta and raditz as kids was like i love that scene oh yeah i'm like that was just so perfect because it's like vegeta's like yeah i have a brother but he's like after they blow up planet vegeta uh vegeta and raditz were off on a mission so they didn't get blown up yeah and uh they're just telling him like we gotta go like they blew up planet vegeta and vegeta's like it's like i don't care like i don't give a shit and he's like (laughs) i wasn't there and he's like oh i hope my shitty brother's dead because he's shit and you're (laughs) like like, what oh my god and then yeah like raditz is talking about goku like he's garbage yeah <laughs> but yeah so it they just made it kind of weird where it was just like bardock uh who's goku's father uh is they just did like, bardock dirty you think so kind of they, they played him pretty similar to how he was in the like in the previous movies yeah that's true that's true like he's kind of a he's like if goku was like a joke a jerk with no humor <laughs> right <laughs> like he yes he's a good soldier yes he fights for the saiyans but it's like other than that like there's really nothing to him yeah he's kind of just like the average joe and uh, were we to assume that that girl i forget her name was goku's mom yeah 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 that was goku's mom because somebody made the somebody well, the person the person that i was watching it with was just kind of like why did they put their babies in pods and i was just like well Maybe I was like, maybe they grow them faster. But then the other part of me was like, well, the women are warriors too, so yeah. they would kind of get slowed down by being pregnant, pregnant for nine months. Exactly. So I was like, so they, they just, just nurture uh, them in pods. Yeah, they just made pregnancy like more efficient, right? For um, fighting. Exactly. Um, but would yeah. So. You, oh, sorry. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was just gonna ask, what did you think about? Uh, did you think Frieza was funny in the movie? I, fr- I Frieza is always Frieza to me. So I'm like, I was dying when he was like, I want to be five inches taller, taller oh my in my God. other form. <laughs> I was dead when he said it's that. Like what? Oh, like, that's your wish? Yeah. That's hilarious though. And then the- somebody- Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying. My friend asked, was like, was is Frieza like a kid? And I was like, I don't think he's a kid. But I was nah. like, we really don't have anything to compare him to like we don't know where frieza's home planet or anything. well yeah i guess technically speaking he could be a kid in his 
like lifespan like for his race but i'm pretty sure he's been he, alive for like hundreds of years yeah i was like he could be like 300 <laughs> years old but that's yeah, but we don't know how him. long they live yeah yeah um, i don't know so overall i didn't hate the movie but i don't know like it just felt like <sighs> it was a big fight scene let's be honest it was literally yeah, the just whole a movie ha- just hour a and a half fight scene yeah and it's the same thing that it's the same thing that always happens it's like they goku and vegeta are like oh we're gonna test our power and fight this jerk yeah and they both get rebuffed pretty easily then frieza comes in as an oh that's what i meant to say they did vegeta super dirty like vegeta was getting smacked in like his super saiyan form and then here comes goku mad normal (laughs) just (laughs) holding his own but that's what always happens to vegeta because he always thinks he's tough shit and goku's always like 15 levels ahead of him before he even knows i'm like dang vegeta how you go out like that i did think it was cool how they had like uh uh broly's aura was like so strong that it just took over the color like it took over goku's like oh yeah blue was, aura. i was like what is this Did, that was weird jedi force tricks like what are they doing here but yeah um i don't know like overall it was just kind of just like meh like yeah. i don't know i don't feel like they i feel like they just like technically upgraded the old broly movie it didn't yeah. feel like anything and the hu- like there was that humor from super was a little bit there but it wasn't there in the way that it was in the whole tournament of power so yo you don't think so not, i thought they doubled to- down on the humor i felt like i felt like you said like this was just a match so it was just like it felt like let's Fre- get to the fight let's get to the fight frieza getting beat up for an hour was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious it, it is pretty hilarious especially in his gold <laughs> for an hour <laughs> they were just oh man yeah and there was a he was like hulk like burly was like hulk slinging goku for a little while that made me laugh he was he was tossing him around but yeah not to drag on for that forever um the last thing i watched all the way through i finally saw the movie us Um, i don't have a lot of comments about this movie all i'm gonna say is that uh i feel like people are overhyped from get out uh and that's why because i feel like this so this is a horror movie but to me it felt like an art film uh okay so with because i'm like that uh, that overly present theme of that five on it like remix yeah 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 like they played that throughout the entire movie (laughs) did they really and i was like is this the only song you guys have we're just gonna keep playing (laughs) little bits of the same song throughout the whole movie and then it was just like it was a lot of like imagery that i think was supposed to hit me harder than it did right um and then yeah like there's a lot of things that like you don't you just it the movie doesn't want you to ask questions about but i can't help but focus on those questions yeah i heard it was like really trying to like do double like meanings to a lot of things yeah stuff like that it definitely was and that's why i'm like i'm i can dig a little bit deeper for movies but this movie just uh not like the doppel i don't have the fear of like doppelgangers thing so it just didn't hit me in that way um but yeah after that uh i will be watching godzilla hopefully sometime soon so i'm excited about that i want to watch that too talking about that but all i wanted to say about that is that i've heard good i've heard good reviews um and then the other bonus is that it they've said that it doesn't focus on the human drama which is good because this is about monsters this right. is about kaiju this is a the king of the monsters not like i just want to oh, see some me... monsters fight yeah so that's it sounds like see. that's 
that's what it's going to be. So I'll be awesome. hyped to talk about that next week. Because that's all Godzilla's ever been. It's just monsters fighting. Yeah, big giant <laughs> creatures knocking oh, each other around and whole people video on the games. ground like screaming. Yeah. yeah, whole video games based <laughs> off of it. I love it. <laughs> so awesome. uh, with, with all that, that was our week. You want to take us into the news this week? Jump into some news. Yep. So the first thing we have is actually part of an older story. We talked about... Um, a sonic trailer that was very not good if y'all remember that um i don't know if it was last week or the week before but uh a new uh sorry <laughs> i just confused myself you're fine the movie has been delayed to uh february 14th 2020 um and we're assuming that's because they're fixing his eyes uh, hopefully they're <laughs> fixing everything because uh, everybody was complaining so much but i'm glad they're doing this because um I don't know. I feel like they it's not that hard to get Sonic Sonic's design, right? Um this dude actually speaking of that, um his name's Arthur Baranov, uh made a fan remake of the that same trailer, but he made his own CG Sonic and overlaid it over the old Sonic and it looks so much better. Um that's on YouTube, so I it recommend it. It just looks like a that. To me, it looks like a Sonic that would be in a modern game. Yeah, my thing is, like, how come... Do you know the studio behind the movie? Because I don't I even know. Don't, is it, I like, don't. Warner Bros. or something? Uh, I hope not, but I, I don't. don't. <laughs> okay. Whoever's making this movie... Yeah, whoever's making this, I don't understand why they couldn't... Like, if some guy can do it in his free time and make it look this good, I don't understand how this big company with millions of dollars couldn't do it. Uh, but that's the thing i think people get they get caught up in like market test and yeah. what's appealing and what's not and how can we change this and sometimes you you gotta go with your gut and i don't think people i think they try to go with market research over how they actually feel sometimes i don't i want to know whose job that is oh uh paramount like- Oh, Paramount. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. making this. Paramount's got the money to do that right the first time. Yeah. Hire, hire this dude, Arthur. He he knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's um, pretty much all we probably should say on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have much to say on that. February fourteenth. Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, some dude uh, is that Valentine's dude Day this for free. Uh, yeah, it is. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> take your date date to see sonic yeah that's real weird um but anyway uh next up is a little bit more i guess serious topic um although i don't really take it that serious uh (laughs) so i don't know if you sounds like a fun disease yeah i don't know if you've heard but quote-unquote gaming disorder is now an officially disease as recognized by the world health organization in the international classification of diseases and related health problems um, so I guess that's their documentation for where they keep all the official diseases. Um, and they describe this new disease as a pattern of gaming, a, a pattern of gaming behavior, digital gaming or video gaming characterized by impaired control over gaming, increasing priority given to gaming over other activities to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other interests and in daily activities and continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences. So basically they're trying to say if you play games to the point where you can't uh operate as a person or like complete like regular activities that you need to survive then you have a disease 
correct me if I'm wrong, but this harkens back to when Fallout 4 was released. And there was that news article that came out about the guy who was trying to sue Fallout because his basically his entire life had been destroyed because he couldn't stop playing the game. Really? I missed like that. He, he lost his job. His wife left him um and then took his kids or something and so i remember like i remember it being a huge deal because i also was very addicted to fallout but not fallout 4 level. did this yes fallout, he, fallout the dude, 4 wasn't even that good he couldn't <laughs> <laughs> hey i i played that game four times okay no, i enjoyed fallout it very 4? much yes did you really yes oh wow. i played fallout 3 like four times that game was we're talking really about the we're talking about the one where you're like friends with like a weird robot like noir detective right yeah and then you have the three factions you have the brothers yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The train, i played that game i love the train that station or whatever i love that game. i never i i could never get through it all the way it just, <laughs> i got so excited about the vr mode i was like wow i can live <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I, can, I can really hit people with my spike bat and then get motion sickness <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so uh my i was gonna say my personal experience with this probably i definitely went through this with um with monster hunter don't say you went through this this is you didn't have gaming disorder i I really you didn't have this disease i couldn't stop i played with you i but i was playing like you would go away and i'd still be playing oh my god (laughs) i came home from work and i played till i went to bed and the next day i went to work and came home and played again look that's normal we're talking like you play so much like you get stuck to your chair (laughs) yeah yeah so i did live my life but i will say that like if it wasn't there was a period where it's like if you weren't talking about monster hunter i was not listening oh yeah for sure i was i want to say i was right there with you because my game clock on my character that i play with you guys definitely has like 200 hours on it (laughs) Um, so yeah i was i was there for sure with it yeah but i mean like i think this comes just like generally speaking i think this comes with like uh the need for escapism Mm -hmm. and it's like some people just get caught up this like that game whatever they're playing becomes like their fantasy so that to them becomes their their world they want to live in they don't want to live in the regular world is it disease taking it too far though like a disease no well i was gonna say if we're saying disease versus disorder yeah. I think yes, I think you can definitely declare it a disorder, but yeah. I think it has to do more with addiction than specifically gaming. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. And I I think that in a lot of cases it could be anything else like that wasn't a video game as well, like just whatever it is for that person that that I guess like you said uh, is their escape. Yeah. Well, because I was saying disease, like when you think disease, I'm like diseases can spread. I'm like, exactly. I don't, That's you what can't I'm really like. catch a gaming disorder, but it can. With the with the availability of games today, there's more people that are open to this happening to them. Yeah, and I don't, I don't. My thing is, I don't like throwing the word gaming in front of it because it just adds <laughs> to the bad like press around gaming. I can it, understand that it's really not unique to to gaming, and it's not it's not like these games are warping your brain and causing you to you know what i mean like it's not the game that's like the problem but you know what i think it is too i think it's a lot of it has to do with like the expansive nature like with games like minecraft yeah fallout games that like don't really end until you want them to end what i want to know is if this was like books would there be a book a reading disorder 
like if you just if you read if you read books so much that you like didn't take care of the rest of your like daily needs with that but that's what i'm saying like get classified as a disease books can't really take over your senses the way that a game can can they not though and i'm not i'm not i'm on your side like i don't want this attributed specifically to gaming but gaming is such a unique experience it is yeah and it's like yeah when you're reading a book like sure you could be in a book club but it's like you can't open the book and then be in a world with your friends isn't that Whereas, what a good book does though not with your friends but like doesn't it well that's what you? i mean like a lot of these the... games like the games that i think this kind of d- disorder is referring to are like, like grind based games yeah or like mmos like games where people are like literally living another life that's true so yeah. that's why i say in a book like you don't have the feedback right. thing. like a book is just taking you a place it's right, not right. giving you the options to make choices and do that's things true. and build something where a game does it does yeah that's very true and we're not yeah like i'm not talking about like a candy crush addiction but <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure those people are out there too yeah and that would be a digital <laughs> these are all true disorder. these are all true life episodes true life i have a gaming <laughs> disorder oh my god i remember those i'm addicted to candy crush but yeah so i i mean i uh, i mean i'm sure it's great to label things but i don't know if being aware of this is really going to <laughs> fix it yeah i agree honestly i don't really have much else on that one yeah um but next I up those people get help yeah <laughs> that's all i'll say definitely but don't don't blame the games though don't blame the no games. i don't blame the game but um next up we got some hype uh so a really long the longest video game trailer i've ever seen in my life uh, the, a death stranding release date a release death date stranding. trailer that dropped finally um, we've been watching this for two years yeah so i wrote cryptic some ass cryptic. advertisements for two years so cryptic but we got a release date november 8th this year which nobody ever would have thought it would have came out this year um and yeah i am too surprisingly excited this trailer got me really hyped um i think the fact that like i know he made metal gear and everybody loves metal gear but i never really loved metal gear just because it's a stealth game and we always talk about how much we hate stealth so i think that the fact (laughs) that this game is moving away from that title uh is what's really like i don't and i don't i've not i've never been a fan of pseudo military games yeah i'll say excluding metro (laughs) because that feels semi-military but and the division those two yeah yeah. just those two exceptions (laughs) (laughs) division's closer to modern military i would say than even pseudo military but even that is like freelance because it's like post-apocalyptic yeah that's true it's Um, more of like a free militia type deal yeah but um but basically i i observed a couple cool things from this trailer um so this looks post-apocalyptic as well um they have some some stuff about traversing um like it seems like that's a main gameplay mechanic is like you're traveling and like using items to traverse the environment um i saw melee and third person shooting in there as well which i wasn't I was expecting excited. um yeah i was definitely excited for that hopefully that's well we know that's going to be good because of metal gear um and then it, it seemed like there were factions like there was some terrorist group like going around killing people um a lot of this game seems to be tied to like undeath like there are these like weird ghost like or alien like creatures whatever they are there's some zombies in the trailer so There's i was gonna say stuff. 
as somebody who has probably watched all of these trailers like 20 different times over the last two years mm-hmm. uh, and watched a lot of theory uh, stuff yeah. about it, uh, what do you what stands out to you the most about this game? I like um, just the I don't want to say the confusion but like the i guess the mystery of it like because i was gonna say when you said the there's weird rain uh the rain in this game is time right yeah like ages so the things. reason like yeah the reason the when all the things are like crippling like shriveling up and like decaying when the rain falls on it is because right. they're literally aging like right. accelerated but that's exactly uh, what i'm talking about like that type of like what <laughs> like what explanation yeah could and you definitely we got that that one trailer where they're like oh so-and-so calls the void out and you gotta eat the the time worm yeah. and then you'll bypass the and you're like what are you saying you'll to be trailer? reborn and i'm like <laughs> yeah like, what now to be so, fair this trailer was the least cryptic like we got a lot of we got a lot a lot of things unveiled um and i was sorry, gonna man, say yeah. uh that one thing that uh really tripped me out is that you the your death uh transition in like a normal game which would be Mm -hmm. like a fade out to black or something like that right is a playable level yeah so like it seems like when the character dies or quote-unquote dies like you actually have to play your way out of death right i'm just guessing at that but i think i want to know if you also got this impression but i think this is just going to be my guess here whatever happened in this world like I think people were trying to like find some way to revive the dead or something because they make a lot of mentions of like in the trailer like the other side and you're close yeah. to the other and side and huge like all the motifs everything is like bridges yeah and it's like when you see a map of the United States it's like the bridges it's like the bridges of the United States or something like that yeah and they're all about tethering and connecting and so That's yeah so I weird. agree with you like I bridge think babies they they did something to the veil or the 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 barrier the between, between life and life death. and death yeah, yeah that's de- and i think that's a that's a cool concept like and all the imagery and like designs in the trailer like really i think unique now i am a little i'm hoping that the gameplay is really strong because i am really worried about this story um, it has to be strong right like metal gear well, solid 5 was got a 10 out of 10 for, specifically for its gameplay for its gameplay or for its story for its gameplay not definitely okay, not that's for what i'm story. saying that's yeah. what i'm saying i'm hoping the gameplay is solid because i yeah. think <laughs> i'm worried that the story is gonna make no sense even when you play through it yeah I, and so i'm yeah. hoping that i'm i'm hoping for some cohesion i'm not saying it has to spell everything out to me but mm. i'm hoping i'm not like 90 like 80 percent of the game and still lost i think well one good thing we know about kojima is it's probably well good or bad depending on how you look at it but this game's probably gonna have at least 20 hours of cutscenes, like straight <laughs> I'm up i'm fine with so, that yeah i'm, I'm, I'm that. cool with that um I so like hopefully that's games. enough time to explain things enough and i think the fact that it's a new ip like we're all starting at the same place you know yeah. whereas metal gear is this long big huge developed world where like if you try to jump in like nothing's gonna make sense yeah i watched um, like so sons of liberty good. and i tapped out yeah exactly um, um i can't do it but yeah so excite yeah excite. definitely excited for that that's a that's a that's really close there's so many games coming out later this year <laughs> um but yeah so we got some more hype e3 as you know is coming up in about a week and a half um this actually seems like it's going to be one of the even though all these companies are like not going to the actual e3 and doing a presentation it still seems like it's going to be one of the biggest like 
years ever. Um, so I just jotted down a couple things. Um, I don't have everything here, and I I don't have details about everything because I'm sure we're gonna talk about E3 stuff when it actually comes. Um, but I'm hyped for uh, Jedi Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order confirmed to be there. Um, gameplay I'm and all. I'm hyped for this too. Apex Season Two. They're gonna reveal details, and what they've revealed so far seems uh really awesome. There seems like they learned from their mistake with Season One. Um, Marvel's Avengers, and I really wanted to run this game by you. I didn't know if you'd heard about this yet. But no, I don't think so. Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix, so the Tomb Raider team, oh, is making an Avengers game. Um, <laughs> I uh, I want to be excited because Tomb Raider is beautiful, but at the yeah. same time, that that series fell apart. I don't I like don't I've know that they it. I don't know that they made all three. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, I think I don't want to. They did make all three. I think they did. Okay. Um, I mean, the first one was, was good, so I'm not mad about that. But hopefully that game's good. We really have not many details um, other than a few, um, but more will be Do revealed Do you know there. what type of game it's going to be? I'm guessing third person. Obviously, there's going to be action. Uh, apparently, you can, you're, you'll be able to play as different heroes um, and customize them in some way. Because um, I want to be like, what is that game where it's like, uh, I want to say it's co-op, and you kind of have like Ultimate a static... Alliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ultimate Ultimate Alliance, though, I think is more Diablo esque. Like, I I don't think this is going to be like that at all. I think this is going to be like probably close up, like third person action. I don't know if it's going to be open or linear, but something like that probably. Okay, and just so you know, Crystal Dynamics did Rise of the Tomb Raider. Which one was that? The I believe second one. Shadow of the Tomb Raider was the third, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> they messed People up. People like naming. Rise, I think, right? Uh, I'm trying to remember. That's why I'm like, is that the second one or the that's definitely oh yeah. If it's the second one, then it. People like the first and second ones, right? Yeah. People just didn't buy is, the second one because it's weaker. It came out at a bad time. Yeah, it's weaker than the than the first one. Yeah. Um, like it just got weaker from one to two but like you said it looks good yeah and like i think all three games look good i think we're in a time where like now we know video game movies can be good ever since they did it or sorry what did i say now we know that mo- video games based on movies um can be good and based on like comics and stuff like that as since ever since they did what they did with batman and the arkham uh, yes, franchise but it is so. a hefty hefty undertaking <laughs> yeah especially avengers um so i'm really curious as what what that's gonna look like um i doubt we'll, we'll get gameplay we might just get a trailer but um and then also uh the modern warfare reboot i'm actually hyped about because um i'm usually m- kind of mad on call of duty but uh, modern warfare 2 is by far like my favorite game in the franchise and one of my favorite games like period one of my favorite shooters period and this kind of seems like they know that that was uh, one of the most popular games and that this kind of time period, like the modern time period, has been the most popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're going to really do a good job with this one. And it's a new engine, which is always good. Um, so I'm hyped for that. And then a lot of other stuff, we know Pokemon's going to be there. Um, we know, well, not there, sorry, but it's going to be, they're going to be talking about it around that time. You're talking um, about Sword and Shield, right? Yeah, Sword and Shield, probably Animal Crossing. Um, 
Did anything else you can think of that you've heard or that you're hype about that I'm missing? No, I actually was unaware of how close we were to E3. I yeah, apologize for that. No, you're good. <laughs> I usually don't find out until I start seeing uh, videos pop up in my YouTube feed. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing so many. Oh, I hope we see Metroid Prime 4 too, but I highly doubt we are. Or like some really, type of remaster. I'm really curious about that Biomutant game. Yeah, the Xbox one, the Xbox yeah. exclusive. It, they've shown like so i don't know they show like really early looking gameplay footage um but it looked like it was really early looking so yeah i'm kind of just I'm, like, I'm like curious i just want what is that about it seems like it's an open world rpg um action rpg that's it was, that's what i get from it it was melee right like melee combat be melee? Yeah. yeah i'm sure they, they probably have some type of projectile weapon i'm sure um but that's what it seems like where you're like equipping gear and like stats and stuff like that yeah doing quests um so that could be cool but that i think yeah that's that's all I, that's most of the stuff i'm hyped for um but like i said we'll get back to e3 um probably two well, weeks I, if you don't mind i want to reverse uh some topics here just What's being up? conscious of time so i want to talk about a couple things in anime this week oh, and let's then do it. oh I, one thing i want to ask you so yes for this anime, when we talk about anime like this, can we just? I just want to go into spoilers, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I always want to talk about spoilers in this section, but I just didn't I want to spoil JoJo because uh, we weren't going to talk about it that hard, but because okay. it's not done yet. But yeah, yeah, we can definitely in the anime corner. Yeah, so we are cla- spoilers. Clash only. anime corner, we're spoiling. All right, awesome. so I want to talk about that scene in Attack on Titan, Attack oh, on man. Titan this week. Talking, are you talking about the Armin scene? <laughs> talking about the levi scene oh the levi scene okay it, it was like it, a lot happened this episode yes this yes, a crazy yes. So episode. i just want to ask that speaking of the levi scene do you think that is the best scene ever in that anime oh i think so it's between that and when we first saw levi attack the armored titan or not the armor the uh the, the female titan annie okay okay yeah it's between true. those two those, like this touched that moment for me <laughs> i was like oh my god levi you you a bad man like <laughs> it was crazy so i'm like i, I think like the, I, I watched it twice and i'm like just uh, levi's ferocity he's so efficient like in his silence oh like he just god. spiral cut that dude's arm like a ham <laughs> and i really love that i i, I want to say i love that we finally got like kind of inside the beast titan's head like yeah. he's not what i expected him to be like he's definitely got some like philosophical yeah he has a motive that's like very philosophical yeah he doesn't seem like he's pure evil i think he thinks he's good he doesn't value human life either though i think he just doesn't value those humans i think they don't consider the humans in the wall humans i think they consider them like animals but it's weird because i'm like then what what are you you're not human because you're you you're literally becoming this i think other he thinks entity. he's above human like yeah yeah <laughs> i think he thinks titan shifters are the next evolution of humanity to some extent and well if you say that then that you have to let go of some of your previous anger with levi and hesitating and killing him because Why? he really was cons- he was really considering letting someone consume him as the beast titan to absorb that power wait say that again i'm confused so 
Levi hesitated when he had the sword in the Beast Titan guy's mouth. He right. hesitated because he had the syringe. And if you remember back to the episode where uh, uh, Aaron oh, so is chained he, up. You thought he was going to eat the Beast Titan and human syringe he was, himself, then eat the Beast Titan. No, he. that's the thing. He wasn't going to syringe himself. He was going to syringe someone else. Oh, uh, like Aaron? And or, have or not them, Aaron, but a, a human? Yeah, have them consume him and absorb that Beast Titan's power for their side. But they would have had to capture him alive to do that, you're saying? No, he would have. they would have ate him right there. But there was nobody else alive. It was just Levi. But that's what he was looking for. That's what he stood there for a minute. And he's like, is there anyone else alive? Is there anyone? And you, that's why I think later when you see that guy wake up on the battlefield, there's like that one guy. But at the time of Levi, like in that moment, he was yeah. like, is there anyone here to inject? Wait, but wasn't he talking to homeboy? Zeke? Isn't that his name? Who? Beast Titan. Isn't his name Zeke? Uh, i don't i didn't oh, okay. hear his name weren't they weren't they wasn't levi like talking crap to him like because he was mad that he was killing all his people like yes. he wasn't saying like i'm like he wasn't actively trying to find somebody to inject he was like no, no, talking no, no. crap to the beast he titan. talked crap to him but then in that second where right before the beast titan got swiped and carried away to yeah. safety he was he was considering who can i inject this with should we inject it like even... he had he Hold had up. like three different questions going on in his head at the same time. This is so. There's a lot of problems with this because <laughs> Aaron is the most powerful Titan. There is like, why How? would they? Because he has the coordinate. That's what they're they've been trying to capture him for. You mean the basement? No, Aaron. Hit, the power where he can tell other Titans what to do. Oh, that's why of they're the screaming. All, yeah, that's why they're trying to capture him. The beast titan eating the beast titan. That's not like turning somebody else into a beast titan. What's that gonna do? No, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think he wanted Aaron to eat him. He wanted someone else to eat them. So because the beast titan was like the most powerful titan on the opposite side. Just because he was smart, I don't think he was actually like physically powerful. I think the dude he himself was. was, he was <laughs> no, I think the dude himself was really smart. So he knew what to do with the Titan body to like crush rocks and throw him like shotgun bullets and stuff. I don't think that was anything special to. The I think Beast he's Titan. special because what? Uh, there's no other Titan that's like him, though. I think that's him, though. I think the Titan you turn into is like a reflection of kind of yourself. Like why? Know. Why that is that? Doesn't that doesn't explain Berthold? That's true. That does not explain because it's like, why would he be the biggest, like almost most indestructible Titan when he's like normally like a weird wavering? Or may maybe like, it's something. Maybe you become the thing you've like always desired or something like that. I don't. I feel like there's. I feel like they're not like. I don't know. It's weird. We're we're theorizing way too far out. Yeah. Because Rod, why did uh, why did Rod turn into that giant disfigured like massive massive Titan when he licked the serum off of the ground? Cause that's what you turn into the first time you get you inject the serum. That's no, the bot. That's the form I'm talking about that has to eat the other Titan. No, but any Titan can eat the like when Aaron first got transformed into a Titan, he was like a small little baby Titan. But when yeah. the Rod dude got transformed into a Titan, he was a giant, massive like skyscraper size, like bigger than Bertolt size Titan. But he wasn't like. Uh, no, we're talking about the one that we're talking about the Titan that was like a gross, like giant inchworm. Yes, it was like dragging like its huge. own face yeah, across him. the ground. Him. Yeah. Like why why were those forms so different? That's what I'm saying. There has to be something like to that person that determines the type of Titan they turn into. I don't know. I don't yeah, I don't I don't know. But the other thing I want to mention is like we got some like great scenes of people being ripped out of their Titan bodies. Oh yeah. Like I really appreciated that. Um 
the the I honestly did not think that Armin was going to go out. I didn't either. I, and so I that was, was really a surprised. huge, huge shock to me. Um, but I love that his final like kind of plan worked. Yeah. Somewhat. Yes, I was about to say, did it work? Because it got everybody's kind of dead. It got them out of like immediate danger, though. Yeah. And but I was I was dis- like okay, so Mikasa got to shine, but I was like disappointed because I was expecting her to shine in the same way that Levi Levi did. did yeah, she will. I think she will though, because she's almost. I'll say almost as good as Levi. Yeah. So I'm like my. I think my favorite uh, part beyond like Levi ca- like encountering the Beast Titan and ripping him to shreds was uh mikasa standing in reiner's mouth when he was the armored titan being like reiner come out and then just blowing him out of the back (laughs) of the titan (laughs) he was savage that was great so i yeah like attack on titan for me is famous for like 25 episodes of nothing and then yes like well 25 episodes with sporadic uh information drops and then one big episode like this where you get like this huge payoff i think this whole half of the season is going to be really big honestly but I'm mean, like, we're like, what? This was like 11, 13 episodes in to this season? Uh, this was we're the ways second in. half season. Yeah, so we're, what, we're only like, what, five episodes into the 13, though, right? For this mm, season. That's so. what I was saying. I think we're like, a, we're, I know we're past like seven. Really? I think we're like eight or nine in. So, like, oh, I'm this. just saying they have a habit of like, dragging you for a very long time for like this one big we're on five out of ten by the way okay so yeah they bring you in this one big moment of like making you feel satisfied and then i feel like we're gonna get nothing from yeah, here on out there's gonna i think there's definitely gonna be more seasons i don't think this is gonna be the last season no 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 i don't think it's gonna stop i just think it's gonna die down yeah i don't think because i'm get, just saying think of the other basement either when you think of attack on <laughs> titan like yeah you go it's hype but like what moments are you actually thinking of? You think of the moment where Aaron every becomes time Aaron a Titan. transforms. Well, not I don't <laughs> every time. I think of the moment you thought he was dead and he becomes a Titan. Then you think of the Annie reveal. Yeah. Then you think of the reveal where you find out that the Titans that they've been fighting are actually inside of the group. Right. Which wasn't that long ago. Right. And then you get this. So I'm like, there's really only been like four big moments big, in this whole moments. show. Yeah, that's true. But there's been like how many episodes? Nah, yeah, <laughs> like we're in true. season three. This that's is crazy. True. So I, d- I really enjoy it. Their animation is really good, though. Like I really enjoy oh, yeah. just their animation sequences. I think they've come a long way. And I'm like, I just I'm just surprised and shocked about how far this premise. Not that it was a bad premise. I'm just shocked at it's how far it's premise. gone. I want that yeah. other show to come back. The uh, the Cabinary the other it was just uh, like yeah yeah, they, yeah with the, the same studio did it but they just kind of zombies yeah they just kind of let it go they're like hey we'll go back to attack on titan yeah um which i mean i want attack on titan more obviously but the other show is cool too so is there anything else you wanted to mention yeah so i watch uh this movie called um fate stay night heaven's field part one um so fate stay night was a show well unlimited blade works was a show that i watched first time a couple years ago that introduced me to the fate series um one of the best animated series like in anime ever period um these guys it seems like they put the majority of their time and effort into the animation of the fight scenes which i really appreciate um this movie was kind of just another 
uh, track in the storyline. So when I say that, like this this uh, anime is kind of based off the video game Fate Stay Night, where you have like different playthroughs where you get different story outcomes. So that's essentially what this movie is. Another track to the original Fate Stay Night and Unlimited Blade Works. Um, now that is a series I, I have not dived into, and I know you put out a video on Fate. Yeah, Apoc- Apocrypha. Yeah, it was yeah. the last. Uh, it's on Netflix. It was the last series, like like not movie, but uh, series. Um, and I know, didn't you tell me that the fights were technically impressive? Is that be- what you told yeah, me about this? Yeah, literally show? best animation in like top five, probably animation in anime. Like our Fate Stay Night fights, um, and Fate fights in general. Because uh, I was gonna say I really love. I mean, co- the only thing I could probably p- compare it to is like the fights in One Punch Man, which have yeah. been kind of disappointing me lately. But yeah, the level of quality that they're usually at of giving you that like gut feel of the te- like the the strength and the tension yeah, that's happening like, in the fight. It's so fluid. Like they don't leave out details. They don't leave out like when a character swings a sword. There's no like gap in the motion. Like yeah, it's just like pristine. Um, it's like the same way those Naruto, some of those Naruto fights just like scream money and ship it. You're like, in, yeah. oh my god, oh, like yeah. money is just exploding off the screen right now. Every yeah, movie quality, every episode, but don't go to it for story because it's more of just kind of a kind of essentially a plain Ex- battle royale to have fights. Yeah, it's yeah. a battle royale. Like five people or ten people, however many it is in this city, all of you fight to the death. Winner gets. Uh, oh, any wish they want that type of thing and then Junie everybody's tyson. just fighting yeah junie tyson essentially <laughs> um and fate's just as uh maybe not just as bloody but it's not it doesn't hold back on like the uh the violence um, nice so yeah and uh, then the, the i want to if you're not against it uh we'll talk nah, about ahead. one we'll talk about one punch man that last week because i have some grumbles that was but, a, that was a messed up episode <laughs> what uh what are they doing like nothing's happening yeah nothing's happening but at the same time like i can tell they're trying to set stuff up but it just feels like we're so far in to be setting stuff up it has to there's something going on with this uh, was it monster association is that what they're called and Um, they're like spreading yeah they're i want to see but my thing with with one punch man is it's always like what villain can you even have because it doesn't matter what they look like what their power is like we already know Saitama can just murder him like it's nothing. But we haven't had Saitama fight a mass yet. He's usually, like a lot of people. Been, yeah, like it's usually been a one on one. This man did regular consecutive sidesteps <laughs> and made like a million that clones was awesome. of himself. That was awesome. <laughs> like I'm, I'm convinced. No, literally, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but it's like they did it in season one. What did they and do? Then it's like. Well, I'm saying like they they built a cohesive story that was interesting without really having a main villain. They did, but I I don't think they built a story so much as they built characters. Well, you did, but you had the story because you have to. That's the story. That's but that's that's the part that I'm obsessed with. Like, there's there's stuff going on in the background that they keep showing us and then drawing the curtain like well, my every thing time is like about what's get, even going on though like i don't know like what's going on in there's the background. something going on with the hero association is there though there's like is something there going actually? on with metal knight yeah there is because you have these heroes who are s-class heroes and they're not actually doing anything that's what yeah like that's what i don't get and 
<clears throat> the thing with Metal Knight too, like I consider that part of, I just consider that part of his character, like this mystery thing they're going for. I don't know Something's that it's actually. On. Do you think there's going to be a big payoff at some point? I don't. I don't know about a big payoff, but I just. You know, you had like random battles over the course of season one to end yeah. in a battle with like this giant alien who could never find an equal and then gets destroyed. Yeah, like it's not. And then I think this <laughs> time it's like you're setting up, I think they're setting up conflict within the Hero Association and letting you know as a, as a viewer that this isn't everything that it's put out to be. My thing is and like, then sorry, I like, I'll let you finish. No, I was just saying, and then, yes, we have the Monster Association that's growing in the background. And then they're, if you notice, they're kind of doing that little thing where, like, why all the recent fights have been the dissection of what does it mean to be a hero. Right, which... Similar to My Hero, but not exactly the same. But the thing, I feel like the thing is, like, no matter what conflict there is, no matter what shady is happening, nobody is ever going to be able to get past Saitama. So and it's then we like, have, but then we're completely ignoring Garo. We don't actually know how strong he is. I think that's why we're ignoring him because the time he did run into Saitama, he got <laughs> neck checked into the ground. But that's because he was into, completely into unaware. Amnesia. He didn't even remember who hit him. Unaware. <laughs> he didn't even remember how how he got there. <laughs> Very true. But no, I, I don't think Garo is. In, I don't think Garo's even maybe ever going to fight Saitama. I think he's just going to. I think Garo's just there to showcase the other heroes fighting. Like the dog dude, he was pretty cool. Oh my god, Watchdog Man was yeah, hilarious. Watchdog. I was so, like, yo, why I mean, is he wh- so who was a uh, uh, golden golden boy? The golden dude with the slingshot boy. was really cool too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him um, from the uh, bar, right? It, he fought him yeah. like out back of a bar, and he was yeah. drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like ricocheting the the things. Yeah, but anyway, I didn't want to talk about that anyway. <laughs> So I'm going to move on. I'm just okay. going to use the remainder of our time to talk about uh, Stranger Things. Hey. So I wanted to talk about Stranger Things, and then I want to briefly mention a show called Dark. Is that Batman Dark? Netflix. Or just no, Dark? Oh, okay. it's just called Dark. It's a show. It's actually German. Um, okay. And it's a show I watched after Stranger Things, and it kind of filled that void that I felt after Stranger Things in it. And mm. I might even hearken to say that I like it better okay wow so with that being said um we're coming up on the release of the season three of stranger things um it comes out july 4th uh they've been running a lot of independence day ads so uh that's really cool and i just kind of wanted to get your overall opinion on like where we are with that story because you had season one where we're introduced to our group of characters um then we're introduced to our our conflict and we had a secret government agency that opened a portal to another dimension which brought in a creature known as a demigorgon that kind of just such a weird name (laughs) (laughs) this creature well i'm like i think they named it the demigorgon because that's a DD monster oh gotcha Um, gotcha so yeah that they named it the demigorgon but it basically wreaks havoc on this small town then um they get semi-control over the situation and these kids fight back and one of the kids uh is the linkage to he has a linkage to the dimension and so season one ends on the cliffhanger of we know this boy has a linkage to the dimension and even though we thought it's shut it's not actually shut wait that's a boy billy yeah 
the, the psychic <laughs> kid no you're talking you're thinking of 11 oh okay yeah, yeah yeah my fault so yeah 11 has a connection but billy is the kid that actually gets attacked attacked yeah 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 okay um, i see what you're saying so yeah and then season two brings us back to our group of friends they're a little bit older um some of the boys are there they have a group conflict over a girl who eventually a new girl named max who gets brought into the group yeah um we have 11 comes back who we think she's gone in season one we think she dies at the end but then we find out very quickly in season two that she's not dead and she's living with her semi-adoptive father the sheriff of the town um and our conflict in this season is that the slug that Billy spit up at the end of season one has now yeah. started to grow into uh, what we think is another demigorgon. Yeah. Um, and Dusty ends up finding the creature and befriends it because he's on the outs with his group of friends. Mm-hmm. And so he says, well, they won't be my friends. You can be my friend. So that's kind of like season two. He's taking care of this creature, which causes more conflicts. Um, then we really found, find out, uh, what Billy's connection is to the Upside Down. Yeah. Um, and Eleven, our psychic character, has a bit of character growth where she actually runs away to uh, find out more about her past. Um, She's and the last she ends Jedi. Up, <laughs> she finds out that she has a sister of, for lack of a better 12. term, another... Uh, eight <laughs> no i'm kidding yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so her sis they find out uh she finds out she has a sister that grew up with her in the same uh agency that she got experimented on and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff she has her little moment of growth realizes she has to go back to her friends um and they all meet up to kind of have this epic battle against all of the now more demi gorgons that are running throughout the town right um and i'm being very brief about this there's a lot a lot a lot of character drama in this mm. show um that's really hard to explain <laughs> right it's something i think it's a it's definitely probably 50 percent of the show um and the other 50 percent being this the upside down in the monsters and all of the science fiction stuff that's happening yeah that's a good way um, to put it but yeah so just to bring us up to the very last speed uh once 11 gets back uh the group comes together fights the demigorgons um we have a very very tragic uh character death in a friend uh bob bob is like <laughs> my hero of all heroes bob. the most average guy ever saves everybody right um and then we're left with everyone's kind of a happy ending in season two compared to season one all they're at the like their school dance they're everyone's friends again uh 11 and mike are like kind of falling in love mm-hmm. and then we're left with a dramatic scene of the camera pulling out the entire scene flipping upside down and we see the mind flare now you want to talk about demi gorgon mind flare is the best name (laughs) yeah mind flare is cool yeah so we're left with the mind flare uh like kind of just ominously like standing over the school where they're having the dance from the upside down yeah that's (laughs) that's yeah that's a cliffhanger That's my for you. Very brief explanation. Um, but yeah, I no, definitely recommend this show. And I'm like, I just wanted to see how excited are you about the upcoming season and where do you think we're going from here? Um, so I'm Stranger Things is kind of weird for me. So like I've always kind of just been like along for the ride, but I'm not necessarily super hype, but I want to see what happens. Um, if that yeah, makes I'm sense. Not, 
I'm not too heavy on theory crafting in this show. Yeah, exactly. But um, we got, I want to say we got more of the upside down in season two. So Right, which I'm I like. A, I like yeah, that I'm stuff ex- better than, than I'm excited about seeing more of the upside down in season three. Yeah, I agree with that because I like, I like the more supernatural uh, psychic like powers and all that stuff aspect of the show better. So when they lean more in the episodes where they lean more towards that, I tend to like those better. So hopefully season three kind of goes even deeper into that. Um, and I was like, since they opened up the um, possibility of there being more children, like 11 with these powers. Oh yeah. And we saw that num- uh, eight had, she had um, like illusion ability. She could make people see whatever she wanted them to see. Right. So do you think they might expand on that? Like we might have some more, children we, we don't know that like the other numbers are dead do we like we don't we haven't gotten no. that for sure right yeah so i think no. i definitely think they could that's something they could explore um i don't quite know how they would introduce them like maybe maybe they're together somewhere maybe they're like they formed they a did, group or something they did introduce i think it was it might have been in season one where 11 can kind of reach long distances mentally right um, when she's in like the sensory deprivation right she can kind of expand her uh powers a bit so right. I'm like there could be a way of her like signaling out in that fashion to the others maybe? yeah yeah i definitely think there could and i also wonder about like uh like would they all be the same age or would there be maybe like maybe there's some older one that like was an earlier experiment or something um, yeah i don't know I, I feel like there's a a lot of different ways um they could go with it but I definitely like the the whole like other world concept, like other world mm-hmm. parallel to ours. Um, I've always liked that in media for some reason. Yeah, and I've always I've appreciated the nature of the monsters and how they had them spreading across. So it's like that in season two, it's like you learn about like they thought they closed the portal, but the portal just went down into the ground. Right. And so the monsters were just like tunneling under the town. Yeah. So I'm like that. And I like that. It's like, yeah, it's like they're always just on the other side because it's like when they're running around the house, it's like they're literally like poking portals into the house. (laughs) Yeah. My thing is like this all just seems temporary. Like it doesn't seem like a problem they can ever really fully solve. Yeah. And they're all just like this world. Really normal people. Yeah. Too. Like nobody's like nobody's like a superhero. Nobody's like a crazy ex military like Yeah. They just happen to get lucky and have a psychic with them. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the mom is like trying to work at a radio shack. Yo. You know, like it's just pretty normal. So like just move guys. This town isn't worth it. (laughs) Very excited for this show. Um and yeah, I think it's hilarious that it's like everybody's families, parents, whatever got involved, and then Mike's parents are just so oblivious to everything that's happening. What's going on? It's like, oh my god, guys. (laughs) Get it together. And so but yeah, excited about that. Cool. And my last thing I'll mention is so Dark is a show that came first season came out last summer, I think. Mm-hmm. And it is a all I will say, all I can really say, because I looked up recap videos because I haven't watched it in a year. Right, right. And a lot of people have trouble explaining the show. Understandably really? so. Um, it is a show that is heavily based in time travel. Uh, so if you are a fan of time travel, um, and this is time travel, I, to my, in my opinion, done really well. It's okay. very tight. Um, gotcha. 
So no, no, how did Cap get on that bench? I was about questions. to say, what is their, what is their time travel prim- Like, uh, which science do they follow? Um, so I would say they follow um, Back to the Future, uh, where what you do in the past directly affects your future. Your okay. future. Got you. Um, and so you're introduced to characters in 2019 Mm. and there's the premise of the show as it goes along you learn that there's this 33 year cycle that Mm. repeats itself so the years you're given are 1953 1986 and 2019 okay and so you you're set in 2019 you learn about this family you're following these characters and the son the youngest son of the family goes missing in this cave Mm. and the cave happens to be located near the town's uh nuclear power which is kind of the town was kind of built around this nuclear power station like that's what (laughs) got the town going so you find out as the show goes along that there was an accident in 1986 that caused something to happen (laughs) nuclear and so there's always going to be an accident around oh, go ahead. nuclear there's always going to be yeah. an accident when you build a town around nuclear can't so. trust that radiation yeah y'all gotta chill with that and so yeah you get a set of events that's triggered uh one thing that happens is you're introduced to the owner of the nuclear power plants this older woman mm-hmm. and she as a child lost her dog in this cave they were playing fetch she threw the stick it went in the cave the dog went missing Mm-hmm. So back in present day, when the drama starts, is she's walking around this area because they're all looking for the little boy that went missing, and right. her dog from 33 years ago oh comes ru- running out of the cave. Oh jeez! And so you're just like, okay, and it's this goes on to where nope, this has a issue of where nobody's communicating. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the drama co- comes from the person not telling someone that they went through some experience uh so a lot of the people kind of make the same mistakes um <laughs> but i'm trying not to give too much away but this is a it's a really good show it raises questions in the beginning that you get satisfactory at answers towards the end of the season mm-hmm. so i'm just letting you know this isn't a lost where like they show you a bunch of cool crap and then never talk to you about it about yeah um but For it's very seasons. it's i want to say it's also like stranger things it's based in personal drama okay um so like when the little boy goes missing it's like his dad starts going crazy because he his dad i think is a cop okay and so he start his dad like starts blaming himself for his disappearance mm-hmm. and so then that leads his dad to tripping into the cave and his dad comes back in 1953 <laughs> wait so and so essentially it's this cave that people go into and it just sends you to a random time period. Right. Am I getting that right? Okay. But only, well, not random. It's either 1953, yeah. 1986 or 2019. Okay. But it, it could be any one of those, right? Right. Okay. And then you find out as it goes along. So the dad went back, the dad had his cell phone on. Okay. He loses his cell phone. in Oh the past. no. That's the so worst this, thing you can do. This then triggers events in 1986 Jeez. where this man is building a, a time machine using the technology he found in the From 1953 the cell, phone. cell phone. What? So a lot of these storylines are cyclical because you see they show you something. So they showed us the time machine is this box with these gears and it doesn't mean anything because you're like, okay, he's a clockmaker. He made a weird box. But yeah. then by episode six, you're like, you start looking at that box a little crazy yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and questions start to get answered and people who were claimed to be missing start showing back up. 
and oh, things wow. like that. So, but they show back up in ways that you would not expect. But <laughs> I, weird. so all that being said, I very, very, very re- highly recommend Dark. And Dark Season 2 actually comes out on June 21st. So Ooh. it comes out before Stranger Things. So if you're hyped for Stranger Things, I def- but you're like all watched out, I definitely recommend starting Dark because uh, you'll definitely have that finished by the time Stranger Things 3 comes out. That's uh, Netflix as well? Yes. And okay. it does. Okay. So I said before, it's a German show. Yeah. Um, I watched it with subtitles. They do have a dub. The dub is weird. <laughs> yeah. How's a dub with real. Because they, they basically just dubbed over their mouths with English voices, but their mouths but are still moving fit, German right? words. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's not like anime where it's, it just kind of fits. No. Ugh. So if you're lazy, you can watch the dub, but it's better with this, the subtitles because right. you're getting their actual voices and stuff. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's not, so in the way that, and I'm sorry, brother, if this reference is lost on you, but the <laughs> way that Stranger Things kind of feels like if John Hughes made a sci-fi movie. Yeah, um, I don't know who that is. <laughs> John Hughes made all those movies, those teen movies, like 16 Candles, um, Say Anything, all those like old teen comedies okay. that like came out before your time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he made all those like, it kind of wraps up in a nice happy ending, but there, it's gotcha. a little bit messy. This is more serious. There's okay. not really any comedy. Like, there's no really, like, there's a little bit of soft laughs, little awkward moments, but there's not, mm-hmm. it's not, like, funny in okay. the way that Stranger Things is funny. Funny. That makes sense. Yeah, Stranger Things, I feel like, is, like, comic book funny. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah, Dark doesn't really have that. It just gotcha. kind of, like, locks you in and, like, has you holding your breath. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, that's always good. I'm, I'm intrigued. I wish I could unwatch it so I could watch it again. Oh. Oh, and it's a trilogy. I'll just add that. Okay. So we're going to get a season three, three will be the end. How many is it hour long episodes? Are they so um, like 12, 10? I want to say, yeah, I want to say they're probably like 50 minutes. Okay. But hmm. I think there's only 10. 10. Might be 10 or, 10 or less. Okay. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Awesome. So, yeah, I think that about wraps us up. Unless yeah. there's anything you wanted to add. Not I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gents. Well, that brings us <laughs> that brings us to the close of our show. But if we talked about a lot of TV and we talked about a few games, but I'm sure we'll be talking about more games when E3 comes out. E3. So E3. E3. if there's anything that you would like us to highlight um, in those realms, in any realms. of Tell media, us what you're hype about. You can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. That's siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. And you can also find me on Twitter at T-I-F-F-I-N-I-J-21. And you can find me at Yotizler. And I will link all of that down in the description. And as always, you can find the feed for our... uh, podcast here on itunes spotify google play stitcher TuneIn, and Castbox. and please rate us wherever you listen because we appreciate your feedback and we do try to adjust yeah we definitely we do this show for y'all so um yeah we'll let y'all I mean, tell I, us what to I do i do it a, i do it a lot for me but at the That's same it. time <laughs> i like feedback at yeah, the same time definitely so yeah with that being said i will work on getting my controller fixed so that we can get that zelda discussion <laughs> it's happening it's happening soon guys Our running stay tuned joke. stay tuned it will happen or will it so guys until next week we'll see ya thanks for watching catch y'all later
Bye-bye.